Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Wendy Williams, Lizzo, Dave Chappelle, Lindsay Perlman, Queen Elizabeth, and a whole lot more. Let's get started. Roll it. J.A.G. Up on the blog and I'm chilling up in NYC. Up on the train and the radio is all I need. In the fuse and celeb news, I let see. That's entertainment. Who became famous? Number one source of pop culture. Radio or not, we gon' chase it. That's entertainment. Stay better. Let this from the ghetto town stage. Gotta make a change. That's entertainment. Wednesdays afternoon at 1 p.m. So, baby, don't forget the tune. The business is nice. The jazz is the better cruise. There is no car. I win because you play. And the loose smooth just like that. Tammy Jones do it best. Come on, just know that. Been blessed by the Lord once. Wait on that. Live waiting on your speakers better be on max. Real facts, if it's whack, we don't speak on that. Just celebrity news, a new feed, and my melody too. So Tammy, you back up me, I back up you. It's entertainment for your head, baby. Just come through. She's on air now. If you are tuning in for the very first time, welcome. You're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories and be serious about it, the call-in number is 347 347- Six three seven two six five six and press the number one again. That's three four seven six three seven two six five six and press the number one. Like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Go to facebook.com slash that's entertainment dot radio. You can also follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto Fourteen, like the high heel shoe. S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. Right now, the current temperature in New York is uh, cloudy. 64 degrees. Uh, before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners, where you, where, whether you're listening from the East Coast, the West Coast, Europe, down under, uh, East Asia. Um, thank you for just hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday morning or even Thursday uh, morning as well. So how's everybody doing this week? Uh, lots to talk about. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about... Um, Wendy Williams, apparently uh, she, uh, apparently this is the end of her her talk show. Apparently producers of her show are pulling the plug um, because due to her ongoing health issues and they're replacing her with comic actress Sherry Shepard. We're going to be talking about that. Also, uh, make way for Lizzo because she's getting ready to make some big waves in the reality TV genre. Uh, She's coming up with an unscripted series about big girls and... um, it is, it's a positive thing because, you know, uh, 
they've been big girls are always talking being body shame and they never going to amount to anything or they they can't they don't look good and um what they do as far as clothes and fashion and dancing and all kinds of stuff but Lizzo is getting ready to change that we're going to talk about that also uh Netflix is not giving up on Dave Chappelle of uh, the streaming giant just announced four Four new comedy special, which will be hosted and executive produced by Dave. We're going to talk about that. And a suicide note was reportedly left by actress Lindsay Perlman. Uh, she was found dead in her car last week, and apparently they found a note um, in her home. Uh, this is according to TMZ, so we're going to be talking about that. And also, Queen Elizabeth II is still alive, despite reports to that saying that she, the, the British monarch had passed away. So all of that and more. Um, also, before we get started with the show today, I want to also make a few announcements. Uh, you know, this is February, and we're in the final stretches of Black History Month. And uh, this was something I started last year. Um, each week I give you a little segment about black history, about some of the people, inventors, um, and, uh, 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 the inventors, people who contribute to this world, what is as far as philanthropy, just injustice, inventing, and all that good stuff. And uh, this is our final week of black history, so we're going to give you a little uh, taste of that uh, at the at 15 minutes after the hour. Also, I want to let people know that, um, you know, when you talk about getting your body right and tight, especially when there's a new year, practically we're almost near March, uh, a former co-host of mine, David Romero, is uh, is now a certified fitness trainer. And now you can have Dave as a personal trainer as well. He has a four-week program where he works around your schedule. He gives you real-time coaching along with some fun and challenging workouts. If you're looking to get into fitness and you want to change your lifestyle, give Dave a call. You can call him at 956 706 3855 or send him an email at davidjromero88 at yahoo.com that's d-a-v-i-d-j r-o-m-e-r-o 88 at yahoo.com you can also follow David on Instagram at davidloco12 that's d-a-v-i-d l-o-c-o 12 and you can also uh, uh, join his program. He's also uh, on Instagram. You can get, reach him on Camp Gladiator on Instagram. That's Camp C A M P Gladiator G L A D I A T O R. That's another way you can get in contact with him. Or at Salute, which is at S A L U T. Those are on Instagram. And um, yeah, he's very reasonable, only $40, and you could train with, join David for outdoor training or join him live on Zoom. Uh, he has over 10,000-plus weekly workouts, so definitely give him a call. If you're looking to change your lifestyle, you're looking to get in shape, you, you, you're tired of the, um, you know, being bloated and not look fitting right in your clothes, give David a call and tell him. Tell him that your girl Tammy Jones Gibbs sent you uh, to him from That's Entertainment Online Radio. Well, 
let's get started. Um, where do you begin? Well, the producers of the Wendy Williams show are pulling the plug on the long-running daytime staple due to Wendy's ongoing health issues and replacing it with talk show headline by comic actress Sherry Shepard. This is what the company announced yesterday on Tuesday. Now, Sherry Shepard, who won an Emmy as a co-host of The View, has been a frequent fill-in for Williams since the fall. Uh, She gleefully announced her new gig on Tuesday during a live broadcast of the Wendy Williams show. Uh, Sherry will launch nationwide this fall on Fox-owned and operated stations and inherit the time slot of the Wendy Williams show. The Wendy Williams Show, which launched with a successful limited test run on Fox TV station in 2008, propelled the controversial radio shock jock to national fame. Williams took an unconventional approach to daytime TV, not relying on celebrity bookings to fill the show. The Chelsea-based show will remain in production through the remainder of this season with a rotation of guest hosts, including Shepard, who has gotten the highest ratings among the fill-ins. Other guest hosts this season have include Bevy Smith, Terrence J, Kim Whitley, Michael Rappaport, and Remy Ma. Now, Wendy Williams, uh, here is the latest, she has broken her silence. And after the news broke that she would not be returning for her long-running talk show and that of new Sherry Shepard-fronted show will take over the time slot, the daytime diva created some drama of her own. Her rep, Howard Bragman, sent a statement to one of the local papers here in New York hours after the announcement on Tuesday afternoon saying that Williams understand why recent decisions were made. And this is what he, uh, the veteran crisis manager said in a statement that was sent to People. He said, quote, it's been a challenging time for Wendy as she deals with her health issues. She's incredibly grateful to Detmar Mercury, to Sherry, and everybody else who has supported the show through this time, unquote. Oh, no, I'm sorry. She's more than uh, anyone more she's more she's more than anyone understands the reality of syndicated television. You can't go to the marketplace and sell a show that the maybe windy show. She understands why this decision was made from a business point of view, and she has been assured by Detmar Mercury that she that should her health get to a point where she can can host again and should her desire to be that she hosts again that she would be back on t v at that time unquote. Uh, That press statement didn't sit well with Wendy. Later, the 57-year-old daytime diva took to her newly launched personal verified Instagram account to dispel Bragman's comments. And this is what she said, quote, Mr. Bragman, although I appreciate your concern and respect you immensely, I have not authorized you to make any statements on my behalf regarding my current status with Detmar Mercury. Again, thank you for continued concern and support, unquote. Now, Williams left her show producer-distributor Detmar Mercury in a lurch when she didn't return for her 13th season premiere last fall. And after several delays, the show finally went on with an endless stream of guest hosts. Her absence had been attributed to ongoing health issues, which included allegedly testing positive for a breakthrough case of COVID-19. Williams has openly discussed some of her health challenges, which has included cocaine use, grave disease, and uh, lymphedema. 
And months after the season began, the show found its rhythm again with numerous guests and continued to fill in for the former radio shock job, including Bevy Smith, uh, Terrence J., uh, comedian Kim Whitley, and Finesse Mitchell, rapper Fat Joe and Remy Ma, and Shepard, who proved to be a rating success. Now, Bragman's clientele, um, clientele had include, um, has included Sharon Osborne, Anthony Scaramucci, Don Lemon, Monica Lewinsky, and Terrence Howard, among others. So, yeah, you know, this is getting really crazy because, um, you know, they kept saying Wendy was coming back. They said, you know, she had these health issues going on and she was going to come back and come back. <laughs> Excuse me, but apparently she just wasn't ready or there was some other issue. And she had all these celebrity guests who were guests on her show at one time to fill in with, fill in for her. And this is not the first time she had this going on. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, so she's been doing this before, but now uh, it's just been... Every week, every couple of weeks, there's been some issues with her saying that she's going to come back. Then they say she's not coming back. She's not ready. So when time passed and, you know, the season's almost over, to be, to be honest with you, well, you know, we're already in February, but, you know, as the days and weeks go by, they got to do something. So... We'll have to watch with this story. We have to really um, see what can, uh, happens uh, after this um, situation um, with her and her representative because um, it's confusing because she never said whether she was coming back or whether she was ready, so they have to make some moves because the season's going to be over soon. So um, This girl here, Lizzo, Big fan of hers. She is making way, making some big ways, actually, in the reality TV genre. The official trailer for the plus-size pop sensation unscripted series, Watch Out for the Big Girl, was unveiled by Amazon Prime Video. For the series, Lizzo is on the hunt for the next big thing in her search for backup dancers for an upcoming tour. Now, the Juice singer makes it clear wanting to hire girls that look like her, meaning big and beautiful, because they don't get representation. Ten hopefuls move into the big girl's house where they must prove they have what it takes as competent women to join Lizzo at center stage. Top choreographers like Tanisha Scott and OG big girl Shanta Marie Van, Grace Holden, and Shirley Quigley's help Lizzo out with the competition series. Special guests will include choreographer Sean LaDonna, body-moving expert Rashida Clan Bay Miller, and multi-platinum singer-songwriter SZA. The eight-episode series launch, uh, launches on, on March 25th on Amazon Prime Video. The Grammy Award-winning superstar and body positively idol first announced her partnership with the e-commerce giant streaming platform in 2020 and put out a casting call for full-figure dancers and models to join her dance team of beautifully talented big girls. Can't wait to see it. 
Right now we got 16 minutes after the hour, and as promised, I'm going to give you a little black history moment because, you know, we don't get taught uh, about inventors and, 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 and business people and, and uh, people who made a, a contribute to the world that we live in, and most of them are from are African American. So we never taught this in school, or never been taught around here in America and around the world. So this week we're going to be talking about Charles Richard Drew uh, from 1904 to 1950. Now, anyone who has ever had a blood transfusion owes a debt to Charles Richard Drew, who, whose immense contribution to the medical field made him one of the most important scientists of the 20th century. Drew helped develop America's first large-scale blood banking program in the 1940s, earning him accolades as the father of the blood bank. Drew won a sports scholarship for football and track and field at Amherst College, where a biology professor uh Pinked his interest in medicine, and at the time, racial segregation limited the option for medical training for African Americans, leading Drew to attend med school at McGill University in Montreal. He then became the first black student to earn a medical doctorate from Columbia University, where his interest in the science of blood transfusion led to groundbreaking work separating plasma from blood. Now, this made it possible to store blood for a week, a huge breakthrough for doctors treating wounded soldiers in World War II. In 1940, Drew led to an effort to transport desperately needed blood and plasma to Great Britain, then under attack by Germany. The program saved countless lives and became a model for a Red Cross pilot program to mass-produce dry plasma. Ironically, the Red Cross at first excluded black people from donating blood, making Drew ineligible to participate. That policy was later changed, but the Red Cross segregated blood donation by race, which Drew criticized as unscientific and insulting. Drew also pioneered the Bloodmobile, a refrigerated truck that collected, stored, and transported blood donations to where they were needed. And after the war, he taught medicine at Howard University and his hospital, where he fought to break down racial barriers for black physicians. That was Charles Richard Drew, the father of the blood bank. Wow. And millions of people have blood transfusions every day. This Somebody getting a blood transfusion as we speak, thanks to Charles Richard Drew. That's your black history moment. Uh, let's continue on. Netflix is not giving up on Dave Chappelle. On Friday, February 18, the streaming giant announced four new comedy specials which will be hosted and executive produced by Dave. The series of special is called Chappelle Home Team, and in each series, the controversial comic will introduce a different comic. The first to be featured is Earthquake, whose real name is Nathaniel Martin Stroman, as his special is called Earthquake Legendary. It's set to premiere on February 28th. Donnell Rowlings will be introduced in another special. The other two comedians have yet to be released. Dave go to Helmer's uh, Stan Latham uh, to serve behind the lens, and meanwhile Dave will serve as executive producer alongside Langton. 
Earthquake, Ricky Hughes, and Jermaine Smith. The new project arrives after Dave receives a huge backlash over his transphobic comics on the closure. Netflix co-CEO Tez uh, Sarandos uh, defended the comment amid the backlash. He's saying, quote, that Chappelle is one of the most popular stand-up comedians today, and we have a long-standing deal with him. His last special, Sticks and Stones, also controversial, is our most-watched, stickiest, and most award-winning stand-up special to date, unquote. And uh, a suicide note was purportedly left by Empire actress Lindsay Perlman before she was found dead in a car in Hollywood last week. The note was found at Perlman's home, according to TMZ, which reported the actress also left a note in her car that urged its finders to call 911. Perlman's body was discovered near Los Angeles' Runyon Canyon Park last Friday. She went missing five days earlier. A medical examiner has completed an autopsy but didn't release a cause of death for Perlman as an investigation into her death continues. Before her death, Perlman, who was 43, allegedly called her husband and said she planned to end her life. Uh, This is what TMZ reported and cited unnamed official sources. She reportedly battled depression, but authorities haven't addressed those details publicly. In an Instagram post last week, Perlman's husband said he is broken by his wife's death. Savannah Perlman, who was a cousin of the actress, tweeted last Saturday saying, quote, Please know that you are never truly alone. Lindsay's sister has asked that we share the National Suicide Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Lindsay Perlman appeared on a 2015 episode of Empire and has had a recurring role on General Hospital, The Miss Pat Show, and Vicious as well. And Queen Elizabeth II is still alive despite reports to the contrary. Rumors emerged that the British monarch had passed away after she tested positive for COVID-19, but the news has since been denied. The report that the Queen has died made its round on Twitter yesterday on Tuesday, February 22nd, after Hollywood Unlocked claimed insiders informed them that the 95-year-old had lost her life. Now, sources close to the royal kingdom notify uh, them exclusively that uh, Queen Elizabeth has passed away. That's what they're saying that the the news outlet had said. Uh, They also said that she was scheduled to attend the wedding of a British Vogue editor, Edward Enninfold, but was found dead, story developing. However, that couldn't be further from the truth. Dayo Akawali, a chief of staff in the House of the Lords said that the report about the Queen's death was false and that royal correspondent Omid Scooby also shot down her death rumors, posting on Twitter saying, quote, no, that's, that's a rumor that started on Instagram. It's not true. Now, the Buckingham Palace confirmed on Sunday, February 20th, that Queen Elizabeth II tested positive for COVID and experienced mild cold-like symptoms. The statement said, quote, her Majesty experienced mild cold-like symptoms, but expect to continue light duties at Windsor over the coming weeks. She will continue to receive medical attention and will follow all the appropriate guidelines. Unquote. Her COVID, uh, COVID diagnosis arrived 10 days after her son Prince Charles tested positive for the virus. His wife Camilla was also diagnosed with coronavirus four days later on February 14th. And uh, Kanye West Dunda. Two event was marred 
with a sound malfunction. The rapper threw his mic in frustration during his performance at Lone Depot Park in Miami on Tuesday evening, February 22nd. And during the concert, the Atlantic neighbor performed songs that were expected to end up on his upcoming album, Donda 2. The first half of the show went fairly smooth, but the second half was plagued with various sound issues. In the second half of the show, he visit, revisited a few of his Donda tracks that went and and that's when the problem began to arise uh, when Hurricane featured The weekend and Little Baby play uh, there appeared to be an issue with Yay ear, in-ear monitors uh, as he continues seem to as he continued on it seemed to that he found his place in the track as it played but many people suspected that he forgot the lyrics but that wasn't all you know later uh, the song Jail that featured Marilyn Manson and the baby played in the stadium. Both artists came out to join Ye, but after a few attempts at coming in on the track, the Yeezy designer chucked his microphone in frustration. Ye eventually forgo the mic for the rest of the show, although there was multiple songs they had planned for him to rap in real time on, including Off the Grid and recently released single City of Gods featuring Alicia Keys and Fivia Foreign. Following the sound issue, fans took to social media to joke about how many people will be fired after these technical issues. The sound issues aside, Pete was uh, Pete Davidson was indeed brought up by Kanye during the Don Day 2 event. The 44-year-old appeared to throw shade at Kim Kardashian's boyfriend in multiple songs. Ye, uh, Ye also used the Kim's uh, Saturday Night Live opening monologue for the intro of Sci-Fi. And during the show, Ye brought Jack Harlow, Migos, Pusha T, and the game to join him on stage. Wow. Kanye, you got to get it together. Now, NBC is staying in uh, the blacklist business. The network has renewed its flagship espionage series for a 10th season. Series star James Spader revealed news of the renewal during his appearance on The Tonight Show starring Jamie Fallon. The Blacklist is currently in the middle of broadcasting its ninth season. The season premiered in October, and new episodes air at 8 p.m. on Fridays. The long-running series has continued to draw large numbers, reaching 22 million viewers across linear linear and digital platforms and growing over 200% from its live plus same-day average. Now, Spader has starred in the blacklist since the series first premiere in 2013. The Sex, Lies, and Videotape actor played FBI fugitive and super criminal Raymond Red Reddington, who helped the Bureau track down the most notorious criminals across the globe. Uh, Diego Klattenhoff, Amir Arison, Hishan Taufig, Laura Sung, and Harry Lennox star alongside Spader. The current season picked up two years after the exit of FBI profiler Elizabeth Keene, played by Megan Boone, who left the show after season eight, with characters facing a crossroad regarding their future within the FBI task force. And I had the privilege to interview uh, Harry Lennox on the show. If you want to listen to that interview, you can always check it back here on the archives. Uh, just type in Harry, Harry Lennox interview here on That's Entertainment Online Radio. And at the time um, uh, I was talking about Harry, uh, he was thinking about retiring from acting. 
I think, before he got this role. And luckily, he didn't do that. So uh, if you want to check out that interview, definitely go check out that entertainment online radio interview with Harry Lennox. Uh, right now, we have here uh, 25 minutes after the hour. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about um, Justin Bieber. He's the latest celebrity that got tested for uh positive for COVID nineteen and uh he has to do had to do some schedule changes and postpone some multiple concerts. We're going to be talking about that. Uh K pop group BTS is getting ready to continue their world tour and I'll tell you what city they're gonna ready to uh announce a new date. Also, uh, Nelly is bringing his country grandma to the Empire State. That's New York State. I'll tell you more about that. And fans of the beloved classic children's show Arthur has bid farewell. Uh, the show came to end after 25 seasons with a season finale showing the original cast having all grown up. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't go anywhere. I open up and throw it out. 
Tune in to That's Entertainment, the number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Right now, we have here 25 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from Khalid featuring Kiana Lede in voicemail. I love that song, very beautiful song. Uh, before we went to the uh, music break, I was telling you about Mr. Justin Bieber. He's the latest celebrity that has tested positive for COVID-19. Um, he tested positive over the weekend, uh, his representative said, causing him to postpone multiple concerts. Bieber has been scheduled to perform at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas on Sunday, but a rep for the Let Me Love You singer told TMZ that he received his diagnosis Saturday. The 27-year-old artist is doing okay. That's what his rep said. Bieber rescheduled the Vegas show for June 28th. His team announced Sunday night that Tuesday planned concert in Glendale, Arizona, has also been rescheduled due to the ongoing COVID situation and will now take place on June 30th. His next concert is scheduled to take place Thursday at the Forum in Inglewood, California. Bieber, a two-time Grammy winner, kicked off his Justice World Tour in San Diego last Friday. The sprawling tour is scheduled to run through March 2023. His team said that ticket holders for the postponed show can use their passes on the new date or pursue a refund from what, when at, wherever they made the purchase. The Canadian-born Bieber released his Justice album, which featured hits including Holy, Peaches, and Ghost last March. And K-pop group BTS is continuing its world tour in April with four newly announced dates at the Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. The global superstars will perform on April 8th, 9th, 15th, and 16th, with the last day of the tour being streamed live online. Additionally, the group event Live Play in Las Vegas will be held on all four days at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. The news come after the group announcement last week at concert date and sold South Korea on March 10, 12, and 13 at the Seoul Olympic Stadium. Those performances will be BTS first in its home country since 2019. BTS performed four sold-out shows at the SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles at the end of last year, filling the stadium with tens of thousands of fans. And according to Billboard, the group tour day in L.A. grows, get this, $33.3 million with 214 tickets sold, the most made by a run of shows at a single venue since 2012. BTS is best known for their hits like Butter and Dynamite, with the former nominated for Best Pop Duo Group Performance at this year's Grammy Awards. The nomination is BTS second, following last year's nomination for Butter. The 64th Annual Grammy Awards will be held in Las Vegas just before BTS BTS concert date on April 3rd at the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Now, BTS has yet to win a Grammy, but it's known for its extremely devoted fans who have helped catapult the group to global superstars since its debut in 2013. Now, registration to purchase tickets for the group new dates is open from now until February 26th at 5 p.m. when tickets will go on sale. Tickets for BTS Los Angeles dates sold out almost immediately, so definitely get on that. 
And speaking of BTS, BTS Jungkook, Seven Fate, uh, 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 Chaco uh, OST track produced by Sugar has made a splash on the latest Billboard chart. Earlier this month, Jungkook released the new song, Stay Alive, produced by Sugar for the soundtrack of BTS' original webtoon and web novel, Seven Fate uh, Chaco. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, for the week ending on February 26th, now Stay Alive debuted on Billboard Hot 100, its weekly rating of the most popular songs in the United States, at number 25, making Jungkook the fourth BTS member after J-Hope, Sugar, and V to chart on the Hot 100 with a solo song. Save Alive also debuted at number one on Billboard's World Digital Song Sales chart this week, while uh, Jungkook entered the Emerging Artist chart at number one. Additionally, the new song claimed number six on the Digital Song Sales chart, number eight on the Global XL US chart, and number 13 on the Global 200 this week. So congratulations, JK and Sugar. And I love this song. It's a beautiful song. I love it. So um, Nelly is bringing his country grammar to the Empire State again. That's right. And for those who don't live in the United States or who do live in the United States and don't know which state is the Empire State, that's New York State, baby, baby. <laughs> Fresh over the accidental uh, oral sex tape leak, the Grammy Award-winning hip-hop superstar has been announced as the headliner of the Great New York State Fair this year. It's the second time around for the St. Louis native behind the hits Shake Your Tail Feather, Hot in Here, and Dilemma. And during last year's event, uh, Nelly drew more than 33,000 people to Chevy Chase, uh, no, Chevy Park in Syracuse, New York. Uh, the Ride With Me rapper is scheduled to perform on August 31st on the Chevy Park State in the New York Experience Festival grounds. Art of Rap featuring Ice-T, scheduled for August 25th, was the first concert announced for the 2022 Great New York State Fair. And rapper 24 Golden, whose song with um, Ian Dior, Mood, became the first song ever to top four Billboard music charts simultaneously, is slated to make his state fair debut on September 2nd. All concerts in the Chevrolet Music Festival are free with daily fare emissions, which is $3 for adults, available online only at etix.com. That's E-T-I-X.com. Children 12 and under are admitted free every day of the state fair, while seniors 65 and over are admitted free every day. The Great New York State Fair will run from August 21st, I'm sorry, August 24th to September 5th this year at the fairgrounds near Syracuse. And fans of author bid farewell to the classic children's show on Monday, February 21st. The show came to an end after 25 seasons with its season finale showing the original cast having all grown up. And while author concluded after 25 seasons, PBS previously shared that new content from author will continue rolling out in 2022 and beyond, including a podcast, video shorts that tackle timely and compelling topics, and digital games. The 25 season of author, 250-plus episode, will continue to be available on PBS Kids. 
And as for Mark Brown, the author of the Author Adventure book series, uh, he shared uh, a, and, and he made a comment. He said, "Quote: It's it's amazing that what began as a simple bedtime story for my son eventually evolved into over a hundred books and a collaboration with GBH and PBS Kids that would last 25 years. Now more than ever, the last line of my first book, Author's No Rings True. There is a lot more to author than his nose." Unquote. Over the course of its 26-year run, the series picked up four daytime Emmys for Outstanding Children Animated Program. It also earned a BAFTA Children's Award. And eight Academy Awards will be presented off-air before the Oscar television broadcast starts. Academy Awards for film editing, production design, sound, music, original score, and makeup and hairstyling, along with Best Short Film Awards for Documentary, Live Action, and Animated Pictures will be presented before the TV show. That means that the March 27th show at the Dolby Theater will begin in person an hour before ABC's live broadcast starts. Oscar producer David Rubin said that the pre-show award ceremony would be edited back into the television broadcast to give everyone their Oscar moment. The Academy tried to pull a similar move in 2019, but caved to pressure and put all the awards back on TV. A shorter telecast may be a product of the time. Many award shows saw record low ratings during the pandemic. Right now we have 16 minutes after the hour. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break. And when I come back, I'll give you the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. I could do this for hours and hours and hours. 
That was the hit song, Hours and Hours from Money Long. That song is just is going through. Every time you go on Instagram and, and Twitter and TikTok, that song is everywhere. Congratulations to Money Long because she definitely got a hit. Uh, right now we got 12 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, singer Kinky Wyatt has announced that she is expecting her 11th child. That's right. The Soul Train Award-nominated R&B powerhouse took to social media to share the news that she and her husband are adding to their growing family. The former R&B diva Atlanta star also posted a solo shot of her in a red gown showing her belly. Wyatt, known for building out her spirited rendition of Eyes on the Sparrow at the drop of a hat, married Daring in October of 2018 and announced the following year that their first child together was on the way. Their baby boy, uh, Kiraya, was born in January of 2019. The Indianapolis native has six children with her first husband, former road manager uh, Romot Morton, and three with the second husband, Michael Jamar Ford. The pregnancy hasn't slowed Wyatt down from working. Last week she performed with the Deep Fried Funk Band in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and is scheduled to sing at the Hollywood Gatsby and Glam event in Mobile, Alabama on February 27. And she's more into WAP than war. Cardi B, when asked for her opinion on the Russia invasion of Ukraine, said she was the most concerned about the everyday people who will be affected by the conflict. Cardi said the Twitter video saying that, quote, I'm really not on NATO's side. I'm not on Russia's, Russia's side. I'm actually on the citizen's side because at the end of the day, the world is having a crisis right now. I'm just really annoyed by this, and I really wish that all world leaders right now would just come to a logical conclusion. Unquote. The Bronx native gave her take after one Twitter user wondered what she thought about this whole Russia thing. She turned on the video after another user uh, doubted she was actually behind the keyboard. The WAP singer also spoke about inflation affecting people across the globe and wrote that world leaders should focus on fixing existing, existing problems instead of creating new ones. Russian leader Vladimir Putin appeared to be uninterested in Cardi's commentary and invaded Ukraine anyways, sending Russian troops across the border and triggering sanctions from the U.S. and several European countries. And they may have reportedly broken up. 
But Aaron Rodgers is still showing love to his former fiancée, Shailene Woodley. The embattled football star recently embroiled in a COVID-19 vaccination controversy, shared a hashtag Monday Night Gratitude online post, and gave a special shout-out to his former flame. During a February 2021 appearance on The Night Show with Jimmy Fallon, Woodley, known for her role in such films as Divergent series and the HBO drama Big Little Lies, confirmed their engagement. A year later, it's a different story. Now, reports of the couple calling off their engagement surfaced last week, and according to In Touch, the Green Bay Packer quarterback put football first, and neither he nor Woodley were happy. The uh, outlet also reported that a 28-year-old Rodgers got cold feet at his uh, as his wedding day uh, with the 30-year-old beauty approached. As, uh, Woody source, uh, Woodley source confirmed to CNN last week that the couple had called off their engagement after they grew apart, but know that there's no um, animosity and they will remain friends. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't know what's going on with my voice today. Uh, the, ne- the, the next chapter in Britney Spears' career includes a tell-all memoir. The pop star and publisher Simon Schuster reached a book deal worth $15 million, and that's according to People. A target release date for the memoir has been not been announced. Spear's life has been highly publicized in recent months from her drawn-out battle to end a court-order conservatorship to a dispute with her sister, actress Jamie Lynn Spears. Now, last November, a judge agreed to terminate the conservatorship to which Spears' father controlled the singer finances after 13 years. Jamie Lee Sp- Lynn Spears, who is now 30 now, released her own memoir called Things I Should Have Said last month, which proved to be a point of contention between her and her older sister. A lawyer for Britney Spears uh, sent a cease and desist letter to the younger Spears in January, demanding she stop reference Britney derogatorily after promoting the book. The elder Spears, a Grammy winner known for hits such as Oops, I Did It Again, and Baby One More Time has accused her sibling of not doing enough to support her during her conservatorship battle, which Jamie Lynn denied. And a pregnant wife of uh, country star Sam Hunt accused the singer of adultery as she filed for divorce last Friday. This is according to a new report. Um, Hunt and Hannah Lee Fowler have been married since 2017. Now, Fowler claimed that the four-time Grammy nominee committed inappropriate marital conduct in her divorce filing in Tennessee, and this is according to TMZ. The paperwork reportedly reads, quote, the husband is guilty of such cruel and inhuman treatment or conducted towards the spouse as render cohabitation unsafe or improper, unquote. Now, Fowler said in the court document that their child is due in May, and, according, and this is according to TMZ, and that the baby will be the first for Hunt and Fowler, who began their relationship in 2008. Now, neither Hunt nor Fowler have publicly shared they were expecting a baby before the divorce filings were made. Hunt hasn't publicly com- commented on his wife filing. 
Now, the 37-year-old singer is known for such songs as Body Like a Back Road and Break Up in a Small Town. His Grammy nomination include Best New Artist and Best Country Album for Montevallo in 2016 and Best Country Song and Best Country Solo Performance for Body Like a Back Road in 2018. And it's hardly uncharted territory for Tom Holland as the 25-year-old actor leaps back to the top of this week's box office. His new adventure film, Uncharted, opened with a projected $44.2 million in domestic cinemas over the weekend to lead all movies, while his record-setting Spider-Man No Way Home continued to catch theatergoers in its web. Now, adapted from a popular PlayStation video game series, Uncharted star Holland as a treasure hunter, Nathan Drake, it is expected to make $51 million over the four-day President Day weekend. And directed by Ruben Fleischer, Uncharted also stars Mark Wahlberg, Antonio Banderas, and Sophia Ali. Finishing second at the box office was another newcomer, the road trip comedy drama Dog, which marked actress Channing Tatum's direct. direct directorial debut. Uh, it's expected to make a $15.1 million between Friday and Saturday. And Tatum stars in Dog as an army ranger ordered to drive an unruly canine uh, from Washington to Arizona for her former owner's funeral. Spider-Man No Way Home came in third, adding $7.2 million during its 10th weekend in the theaters. And rounding out the top five of the weekend was uh, Kenneth Branagh uh, directed Mysterious Flick, Death on the Nile, which made $6.3 million, and the stunt and prank sequel, Jackass Forever, which grows $5.2 million. Both led the box office during a previous weekend in, fe- in February. And the next major studio movie to hit theaters will be Robert Pattinson lead The Batman on March 4th. Wow. Um. Right now we have about four minutes left remaining in the show. Um, I just want to just let you guys and remind you that, uh, again, if you want to or you, if you're looking for a certified personal trainer, make sure you contact David Romero. He was a former co-host on a show called Loco, that's Entertainment Rundown. He has started a new venture. He became a certified fitness trainer, and you can have David as your personal trainer. Um, If you want to get your body right and tight for the summer, uh, he has a four-week program where you can work around your schedule, and he gives you real-time coaching along with some fun and challenging workouts. So give him a call. His name is David Romero at 956-706-3855. Or you can also reach him on uh, on Instagram at davidloco12. That's D-A-V-I-D-L-O-C-O-12. You can also reach him on, uh, on Instagram at Camp Gladiator. That's C-A-M-P-G-L. A-D-I-A-T-O-R and at salute at S-A-L-U-T or you can also um, send them an email as well at David J. Romero 88 at yahoo.com that's D-A-V-I-D J R-O-M-E-R-O 88 at yahoo.com and let them know that uh, his former co-host Tammy Jones Gibbs from That's Entertainment Online Radio sent you to him. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. And I'd like to apologize for my voice. 
you know, that things happen. This is live radio. But, uh, again, I'd like to thank you guys for listening, as always. And uh, tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment Online Radio. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Make sure you stay safe, and I will talk to you next time. Take care.